Hey, this presentation of the Three O'Clock Parade is presented by Adventures Out There Travel. Adventures Out There Travel is the perfect partner to help you plan your most incredible vacation. Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com will help you find discounts. She gives you concierge-level service. And then you can go on amazing vacations all over the globe if you're still into that kind of thing. <laughs> too soon? No, too soon. No, no, no. It's time for travel. <laughs> and and uh, on that note, Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade, Professor Daniel Miller. And we have on the west coast of Florida, it's Rhiannon. And from the Bay Area, Skipper Dick Ritchie. I'm here in the Bay Area. Only, I've noticed. Only a, uh, 10 days away, though. Woo-hoo. Only what? 10 days, 10 away, days from away from me here in Florida. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was about to say, I've been noticing a theme to your uh, your social media messages, Skipper Dick Ritchie, and that's that you want to get back to Disney as much as you, it's been too long. It has been oh, way too long. Yeah, I am going through withdrawal. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, it's it's been um I don't like it's obviously for me, I've lived here almost 20 years now, and so I haven't gone very long ever, but even after a week, week and a half of not going at all, you start to get that like the hell am I doing with my life? <laughs> like I trust me, I know. Like, it's just not fair. Like this is ridiculous. And I'm doing other things that I enjoy, but it's like, I don't want to give those up either. Like if I go on a different vacation or, but it's like, I just got to, so today after work, I literally just like snuck into animal kingdom for an hour. I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I have to say I'm going the same way because for me, it's been since the last weekend of January. So I went the entire month of February, no Disney trip. And I'm not even going this weekend. It's not going to be until next weekend. So month and a half. That's, that's a long time I mean, for me, too. It hurts. Yeah, it's it, way too it long. Uh, I will say that, like, going to Pixar and then going to the Disney Museum, it, it you know, it kind of gave you a little bit of that taste. Like, it made me feel like, okay, I feel a little bit better, but right. it was, it's, it's, it's not enough. I don't know. It's a yeah. It's so interesting. Like, we've talked about, like, different vacations before and I, I went on a, a non-Disney cruise, um, Royal Caribbean, which, yeah, Royal Caribbean is actually great. I love Royal Caribbean. I've always said that it's, to me, quality-wise, it's very similar to Disney. But I'll tell you this, as much as I, and I still believe that wholeheartedly, like when it comes to food and all that stuff, but we docked right next to the Disney Dream at one of the places. <laughs> and you look across and you see Goofy just chilling on the pool deck and you're like, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> like, I want to go... <laughs> I want to go hang with Goofy. <laughs> like he's just sitting there, like hanging out. He had his like uh, his uh, his pajamas still on because it was like nine a.m. You know when they just pull into dock, and he's got his pajamas on, just chilling around. I'm like, this is freaking sweet. I don't know if it's worth double the price, but still, hey, it's it sure is appealing. I've never been on any other cruise. Me 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 me. <laughs> I mean, I've only gone on two in my whole life, so it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm always cruising. I'm just right. saying. Aren't that... you? Aren't you, though? In one way or another, always cruising. For a bruising? Yeah. Oh. 
I mean, I'm into some crazy. I'm into, I'm into the kinky shit. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done both, and I mean, I love Disney Cruise Line. I mean, there's nothing. There's probably nothing. I I mean, it's one of the. Oh, it's the best. Absolutely love it. Um, it, it but you are the biggest difference is the Disney shows and the Disney characters. Other than that, they're very similar. But you you do. I mean, there are really. It really is worth a lot to go see those Disney characters and Disney shows. I mean, it's neat. So, pretty neat. So anyway, I got to sort of see uh, some Disney Cruise Line on my. <laughs> you just sit there you're like, oh, hi, goof. <laughs> hey, goof, that's so good. Hey, goof. Speaking of goofy, tomorrow debuts Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway. Yes. And he's featured prominently. I feel like I'm the only person who's not excited for this. I'm super excited for it. Really? Yeah, proving my point. Like what? Like just? I mean, obviously, what, if you can get a fast pass, you'll check it out. But this—it's just not something that's uh, really. I mean, I have a fast pass, so I will be checking it out. Oh, um, son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> uh, for me, it's—and you know, I've said this a bajillion times—I hate the new style of cartoons, which yeah. they're going with for this attraction, and. I don't know. It just doesn't sound appealing. Like it's. Yeah. I don't know. It just—it's not going to be a thrill ride. It's not like a roller coaster or something. And it's not using some kind of IP that is nostalgic to me because they've ruined the style. And so really, it's just kind of what, like a dark ride with characters they fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) You. I'm gonna put the put those out that you should not be on the marketing team for this ride. Well. No, I should not be. No, but I, should not. I will say this. Be, I, I think that maybe it's okay that I'm going into it so negatively because really there's nowhere to go but be impressed. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's like me with the um, Regal Eagle. I went in there thinking this place is going to be a dump, and I'm like, this is the greatest bar. Put it number one. You know, it's just. just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to calm down a little bit. I'm, okay, it's still not, you know, maybe not number one, but uh, it, mm-hmm. I, I, my, my bar was set so low for Regal Eagle that it um it blew away my expectations. So I, I know what you're coming from. Um, man, if you play your cards right, Skipper Gritchy, in one day, you can probably knock out the two newest rides at Disney World. That's my plan. Uh, yeah, you because uh, that's what we're gonna. I think we might tr- we might try in our schedule this this weekend to, to do it one morning. And that's you rope drop, get your boarding group for Rise of the Resistance while you're in line for Mickey's Runaway Railway at 8 a.m. I mean, it should be. That's uh, that's that's the dream right now. I keep looking because. You know, with the whole coronavirus, I've heard that people are starting to Panic. cancel. I heard, yeah. heard some rumor on the streets, but I yeah. keep going back and looking, and I can't. I'm not seeing any openings. Yeah, I think uh, it might maybe. just be a little too soon uh, for it to really be showing. Um, somebody did point out that the in April and May, somebody has gotten a four. Like a, I, 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 I'm, maybe it's not 49, but it was a extremely discounted All Stars offer coming out. Um, uh, I am and, here for that. Yeah, they had reported like several con- like conventions are are are, are pro- postponing and things like that. So it definitely is going to be an issue. I know some of the hotel companies are saying there's big big drop offs in um in booking. So we'll see what happens, but. Um, 
at, at this point, it's still like, you know, Animal Kingdom was still pandemonium. Um, like, you know, the, the river, ra- the river ride is 90 minutes and yeah. the uh, flight of passage was like over a hundred, whatever it was, 110 or something like that. Well, it's always that bad. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's pretty normal pandemonium, but, uh. Always nice though. Gosh, it's so fun there. I just it's so nice there. I was only there for a short period of time, but Animal Kingdom just is the best. You walk around like this is the best. It's so good. I'm God, I just can't wait. I know. I keep on like I, I'm talking to my brother and then Susie and Casey at the same time. And like we talk about I you know, we're not really good at planning, so we 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 know what days we're going to what parks. Right. And then we're like, well, we, let's do these things at the park. And then the very next day, they're like, well, what if we do other things? Yep. <laughs> it's just like, all right. It's tough because you just want to do it all. Yeah. You just want to be there. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's the best. Yeah. And then, you um, know, we're trying to, we're trying to figure out like, what day are we going to do like the Skyliner for a little drink uh, flight? And, yeah. you know, where are we going to go to dinner that night? And just, oh, it's so exciting right now. I know this is this is a it's you know it's when you get this close it's almost like my favorite part. Like yeah. I love that like last minute expectation about wanting to go and just the excitement that follows it and you know you start noticing the other people that are excited about their trips and uh, yep. yeah like I was even thinking like I'm like am I should I be packing already? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have your spreadsheet, your, your Rhiannon spreadsheet available? Yeah, no, there's no spreadsheet. Our, our spreadsheet <laughs> is just, we know where we're going. No spreadsheet, no spreadsheet. It is, yeah. oh man, it is a fun time, a part of the of the trip. I always, it's the best. It's the best. Like a lot of people, when they talk about like the pain in the ass part of Disney, they're talking about like they don't like having to book things out ahead of time. Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here like, that's like my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You get to not only do you get to have the excitement of your actual vacation, then you get the excitement of like fast pass day and the excitement of dinner yeah. <laughs> dining day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just it, yeah, it's a little activity here and there building up. Great. Yep. So good. Skipper to Gritchie, can you believe you were not on the boat that sank on the Jungle Cruise? Okay, so I've got all kinds of problems with this. <laughs> First, I'm upset that I wasn't there, but I also think the clickbait of the word sink or sank is so uh, beyond what actually happened. Like, it, it, the thing runs on a rail to start off with. So there's, mm-hmm. and, and it's not the boat is literally inches from the bottom of the water. There's nowhere for it to sink to. But it did list and and took on water. And I think that would have been awesome to go. I would love to have been on that. I don't yeah. know. I feel like that water is pretty dirty. Oh, yeah. whatever. Man. It's just a great you, story. Yeah, it's a great story. Oh, yeah, that's just that for sure. If oh, I could just... be on it but not actually have to touch the water, that'd be cool. Oh, right. touch the water. It's fine. Drink it, bathe in it, whatever you need to do. Yeah. The, the water is actually colored. They they add dye to it to make it that color oh, yeah. so you don't see, oh. you know, the stuff below the water. That way, like, when things pop out or, you know, the rail, you don't you don't actually, like, you know, you know, you don't see that it's just inches below the water. But 
I'm not really worried about how dirty it is. I just think it would have been a great story to be able to tell. And it is good. You know, like, yeah, I mean, it, like, it would be it's epic. It's it, it's right up there with like, it, you know, I've, I've still never been evacuated off a ride. But this like takes it to the next level. Yeah. Remember so the time great. we were on? We almost died. So were there any stories from the people who were on it about what kind of compensation they were given? Was it like at? Or above or below being stuck on the skyliner for three hours. <laughs> Do you want to hear Disney's official response? Yes, of course. It's the opposite of clickbait. Um, a book, a boat took on some water. Reedy Creek Fire responded immediately to the event. Everyone got out of the boat safely. We worked with guests individually so they could enjoy the rest of their day in the park. The attraction has reopened. Okay, but so... <laughs> How many dollars worth of gift cards were they given? Yeah, right. I've, I've yet to hear. I, I did not hear um, yet. I don't know if, if anybody else has, but um, I would. I mean, you would hope maybe some new, some definitely some merch for to, to make up for their wet clothes, and then probably some extra fast passes. You would hope. You get a fast pass for. Uh, Mickey's Philharmagic. Congratulations. Where <laughs> uh, <laughs> the fast pass line might be even longer than a standby line. <laughs> might be. Could be possible. Probably is. It's possible. What would you? What would you demand? Anything? Would you be like, I need this. You ruined my vacation. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to come off on like some kind of money grubbing gold digging asshole or something but i'm also kind of an opportunist how many other times in your life are you going to be in that situation and i feel like the worst they can say is no so ask for whatever (laughs) yeah yeah right this isn't one of those things where they're going to not believe you you know (laughs) not like you're like oh my food had hair in it and they're you know they don't believe like there's no there's no not believing so yeah. you're not going to get on one of those lists of like frequent flyers. Constant complaining, yeah. Yeah, because they're gonna you are clearly in 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 a situation where you were inconvenienced. They don't they're not gonna they're not gonna disagree with you there. Yeah. So it's interesting. We worked with guests individually, meaning we're not gonna. <laughs> meaning one guest was wearing cashmere that was ruined. The other ones, well, their clothing came from Walmart, so. I had that new Gucci Mickey sweater, and I had to throw yes. it across. Yes. We, and it's gone. It's just totally. gone. And that, that that I had one of those um those uh, tiaras from the uh, store next to Germany, next to the Vine Keller. Oh really? Because I had Hattie Klum's min- mini ears. So. Right, I did too. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> the, the jarring of the of the boat stopping, it just they oh, fell yeah. right into the water. They flew off, and no idea where they are. It's terrible how that happens. Oh, it's the worst. I didn't even, even live with it. It's terrible. It's terrible how that happened. Um, speaking of water, Skipper Gritchy, I think you may have talked about this on the Soch, but um, that somebody dropped their phone into Seven Seas Lagoon. How awesome is that? Yeah, so some lady literally dropped her phone when she was going into her purse on the 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 ferry boat and she's like oh fuck it i'll tell them you know it's gone but i'll tell them when i get off so she she filled out the form and they're like you know what we actually do have people occasionally 
to dive out there, which I didn't think was real. That sounds yeah, right. That sounds fake. So fake, and then, and then to find out that no, that's actually something that, that they do. Which I think about it, and I'm just like, are they are they not worried about gators? Like, that, why do they do that? They... I'm worried more about that uh, brain eating amoeba. Yeah, well, I would think they might use earplugs. I hope. But yeah, still, I'm sure, like, it's but I I didn't believe them. It's it's one of those things like when they they fake shit they say. It just sounds so fake that they we have divers that go through and, and check for items. Bullshit. <laughs> but they did. They found this chick's phone. Wow. Wow. And uh, for customer service, you know, you complain about cost increases. Bitch just going toward the divers. I mean, dude, this would be the perfect. Um, you know, how, like now a lot of brands are doing co-branded ads. With two different companies, like I mean, an Apple Disney ad with that, it would be awesome. Sure. Like I'd be like, All right, I found my iPhone 11 at the bottom of the lagoon when these wonderful Disney divers f- made my wishes come true. Mm. Is that the current most recent phone, 11? Uh, I think. So. That seems like you're, uh, you're oh, yes. maybe you're the expert on this, Skip. He's busy. Yeah, he's busy. Whenever Skip goes away, I start to wonder. There's no way we're being recorded right now. <laughs> if Skipper goes away, how are we being recorded? If we're being recorded, or if we're not being recorded, it even happens. No. Uh, so we should say I all the things we've okay. always wanted to say. Oh, oh. You are being recorded. It's on the same server. Say it. Say whatever you're going to say. No. Yeah. Is Apple iPhone 11 the most most recent one, too? Uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. The iPhone 11 and the 11 Pro both came out at the same time. Right. So this is the most recent right. phone. To make a co-branded commercial where Disney can talk about their customer service and Apple can talk about how their phone stayed at the bottom of the friggin' Seven Seas Lagoon for, you know... Six months. Is it six months? Mm, wow. Yeah, it was like months. Dude, that's awesome. Well, that's kind of dumb. Because didn't obviously, didn't but I just moved on. It was like October because they were there for I think Mickey's oh, yeah, Halloween, Halloween party. party. Yeah. Oh, that could have been August then. Man, dude, I had a similar. I don't. Did I talk about that on the show where I lost my phone on the river and somebody found it? It was awesome. The best. Mm-hmm. That happened to me uh, over the summer. I had my phone and I dropped it in the middle of a. Like we were doing. We were floating the springs, you know, like one of those river springs. Mm-hmm. And there's a decent uh, clip, and it went down into the seagrass, and it was just gone. And then I'm watching it on Mrs. Diaz's phone. You know, you have the at the locator, mm-hmm. and it's sitting there. It's sitting there. It's sitting, and then finally, it's moving. I'm like, no way, it's moving. Like, pretty good. And then it gets out of the water and is walking back to the thing. I'm like, they found it! (laughs) And so so I got it back from the thing, and these two, like, I don't know, these two girls, had they snapped a few selfies and then turned it in. It was pretty funny. It's like, thank you. So, it's nice. Nice! Let's see... Rhiannon, get excited. You can now learn 
to swim like Ariel at Mermaid School at some of the Disney resorts. Oh, that sounds dumb. Well, so my there goes my wedding gift. I wasted some money there. I can, surprised they charge you money for that. Boy? Can a boy go do mermaid school? A boy can do anything a girl can do, Skipper. I'm just saying. Do I get to wear those purple shells? I'm surprised you're wearing them right now. It sounds like something you've done before. Mm. Sounds like something you definitely have in your closet. So, okay, so do not cancel. Hang on. Cancel. Mermaid class for Rhiannon. All right, got it. <laughs> Got it. She probably just wants something stupid like brunch reservations or something. Hey now. Now we're talking. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. This is weird, Skip. I didn't realize this. My uh, uh, blondie daughter went to see Onward over the weekend, and I didn't realize there's a freaking Simpsons short beforehand. How weird is That's, that? That's weird. I mean. I think it's it's weird because it's new, right? Like, like they're treating it like you know that, which is it's just so bizarre. Of all things, for Disney to own now, The Simpsons. Like, it's so weird. It's still weird. It's the mixing. Of yeah. Lines. I just. Uh, but yeah, I think that's just going to be part of life now. Like, yeah. The Simpsons is animated. It's part of the. It's part of the circle. Like. We're just gonna see that stuff. Yeah, it's just it's just bizarre. Like, it's it's one of those shows that um, clearly somebody, some of the writers have been Disney fans over the years because there's been a lot of Disney content on there. Um, but always in a always in a tongue in cheek manner, obviously. And now it's just mm-hmm. just he makes it ten times funnier now that they uh, <laughs> are in the same uh, company now. Pretty funny. Yeah. Did she? <laughs> Did she like either of them? Dude, she didn't mention The Simpsons, actually. I just brought that up because she went, but loved the movie. Like, absolutely Good. loved it. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you've seen the yeah. preview and you're even slightly like, no, this is not good, you're way off. Right. Bad previews, great movie. Yeah, sounds like it. So. Yeah. yeah, I had a co-worker friend who went to see it over the weekend. He really liked it, too, and so did yeah. his wife. So. That'd be good. I'm glad. So how are these new movies going to work with Disney Plus? Are they going to release them pretty quickly, or is it going to be? Have, have there been any examples recently? I think the Lion King, the live action Lion King, is the example. Yeah, and how long? That was pretty quick, right? Yeah, it it, it came out for digital, and then went to like the physical media for sale, and then uh, went to you know like on demand rental stuff. So about two months after it was out for sale, it was on Disney Plus. Good, because I mean, since the kids have seen it, I'm not gonna go rush out and see it in a theater. We'll wait for Disney Plus. So yes, since I'm, you'll probably get to see it sometime in the summer. Yeah, I've been locked into the three-year plan. <clears throat> I'm loving it. I, I have not it. stopped watching Disney Plus. Dude, really? I watched this thing. Rhiannon, did you watch on Netflix Don't Fuck With Cats? Oh, I heard that's great. Um, okay, yes, and that was um, that needed all kinds of trigger warnings. But yes, I watched the whole thing. 
Man, I just I figured. I mean, I I I would agree. I thought about. I didn't think about you till just now about it. I'm like, okay, but I could see you being one of the people on the online group, like going after this guy, just because just just yeah, buying it, being so outraged um, by it that you would buy into it. Like this chick, the main chick on the in the show, uh, Bowdy Moving or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. For anybody who's not familiar with what this is, uh, basically, it's it's a docu series on Netflix that um, covers. Uh, a real life thing that happened where uh, a video of a person torturing kittens to death, killing kittens in a video for funsies, um, posted it to YouTube. And then, you know, a group of people were uh, rightfully so outraged and they took it upon themselves to hunt down who this person was. And so it's this whole, uh, like, I think it's a four part series. Um, There's three one hour episodes, basically. It was about three um, hours. So now. just about this group of people online trying to hunt down this person or entity or what have you. So I mean, bizarre. Um, so yeah, it was good, but like when they started showing the clips of the actual videos, I was like, nope. And so Couldn't we started it. trying to like fast forward it, and like luckily they do kind of, and they don't show like the worst parts of it, but they show enough that it's. Yeah. I really wish they wouldn't. I wish there were some kind of option, like. Um, shit, whose was it? It was like there was somebody a uh, comedy special that they did where you know how like Netflix has that button to like skip opening credits? Yeah. Oh this yeah. Person's, this person's comedy special, they requested that they put in this button that users at home could hit to skip the next X few minutes of their comedy special because they're gonna talk politics. And so if you at home didn't want to hear about politics, you could hit the button. And I really wish that they had implemented that same right. technology. That you could be like, okay, please skip past the torturing of kittens. Right. But they did not. Yeah, because you're right. They sh- they didn't show everything, but it was. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, you could definitely. I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah no, it was it was bad. It was bad. You're like, oh my god, and and it made me think because I really don't ever think about this dark web at all, and I'm like, I never want to go near it because no. this is probably like tame compared to the shit that's on there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, it was um. It was a good. It, I've been. What well, I guess. Why are we talking about it up, again? Is it? <laughs> yeah. We were talking about Disney Plus, and I've been. I've been spending a lot of time on uh, Netflix with a lot of these. Yeah. They've been coming out a lot of really interesting stuff lately. So. They're okay, definitely trying to stay relevant. On Disney Plus. Yeah, that was not on Disney Plus. No. <laughs> no. I watched some Disney weddings. Rhiannon, the. Uh, did you watch any of the Disney no. fairy tale weddings? No. I so I was gonna say that I actually, unlike you, have not been watching a lot of Disney Plus. Um, ever since the Mandalorian stopped with new episodes, I I don't think I've used Disney Plus since then. Yeah. Oh man, there's so much good stuff. I, I don't know. I just I got other stuff to watch. Yep. Oh, but I have a related story. I don't know if it's in your notes to talk about later, but I'm just going to bring it up now. Yep. Did you hear that the um, resurrection of Lizzie McGuire is now pretty much dead in the water? And what happened? Oh. They say what happened? Yeah. So. Basically, Disney wanted to keep it family friendly and wanted this version of Lizzie McGuire as a 30 year old kind of still like, you know, bumbling around and trying to pick out which outfit she should wear to work. And like, you know, maybe she's a virgin or something. Whereas Mm -hmm. Hilary Duff and uh, I don't know if it was like the producer or director or writer, but like, you know, somebody else who is involved technically. Uh, both of them really wanted it to be real life and like real life challenges that a 30 year old faces in 2020. And 
when Disney just wasn't cooperating, they basically walked away. Mm. Uh, and so they filmed, I guess, two episodes and then just stopped it. And so Hillary Duff, um, she's trying to get them to allow it to be made for Hulu because that is also owned by Disney. So it's still, you know, they would still be reaping the benefits right. of the money and all that. It's just that it would be a different network where they would have a bit more freedom to be a bit more racy. It's like when they used to do a touchstone. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what Fox is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I should say 20th Century Studios. Oh, 20th Why Century that? Studios. Interesting. So. You know, there is no, like, they have, there hasn't been a Touchstone movie. No. And if you look at, like, kind of what's coming out, you know, Disney is going to be the traditional, like, family movie, animated stuff, and then uh, our family stuff, and then. It looks like, you know, the, like, rated R, PG-13, and, uh, like, art studio stuff is going to be through the other. Where's the softcore porn going to go? Which sec- which one's that going to go on to? That's, uh... Mm. Mm. I, don't know. I can see Hulu getting some. Hulu, 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 yeah. I'd subscribe to that. Yeah. Sure. I was just wondering. Hulu subscription without ads. <laughs> it would be nice. It would be nice. What's the difference? Is it like five dollars a year? It's what so cheap. It is like less per month than the cost of one drink at Disney. <laughs> uh, I had to throw that out there. Yeah. Thanks, Skip. You bad, buddy. Thanks, man. Always, always can count on you. <laughs> always can count on you for to help out. Let's see. Um, so I happened to search here, and uh, somebody had written this lady uh, was when it was cold. Somebody put an article on this thing called The Points Guy. It's like a travel something. It's chilly in Orlando today. Here's what to do at Disney World when it's cold. Let's see if we agree with um, what they say um, when the it's cold. It, that's not on there, actually, believe it or not. Not on there. Um, it does say, actually... Wait, what does it say? Oh, it says you got to go. Sh- uh, number one, go shopping for some cold weather clothes in uh, yeah. at Disney Springs. Rihanna agrees with that. Book a character meal. I mean, that doesn't seem. That'd be any day. How about just book any meal? Yeah, any day. Eat somewhere. Yeah, eat somewhere indoors. I like this. Resort, hop, and shop. Although, I will say, the shopping at the resorts has gone downhill in the last 10 years. When they got rid of all the cool shops now with the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian used to have a much cooler. They had like a men's and women's shop downstairs as well. Yeah. Like really cool non-Disney stores too at the resorts. And I feel like that part has really suffered in the last 10 years. Um, like Hell with a fireplace. That would be my recommendation for a cold day at Disney. Yes. Resort, hop, and shop. Let's see. If you have to pick one park, choose Epcot. Oh, wholeheartedly agree. By far the best cold or hot day park. (laughs) Either one. Bad weather park. Epcot's the bad weather park for sure. Because a lot indoors. A lot indoors. I kind of like this one. Go to a show or indoor attraction you've missed in the past. 
I agree. That'd be like the perfect day to hit like all the stuff at Epcot in the uh, countries, all the m- movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like. I kind of like this one. It's not bad. Ooh, I like this idea. Book a spa or beauty treatment. I like that part. I like the spa. Mm-hmm. Oh, it says or go to the gym. No, fuck that. No, you're on vacation. No. No. My thing about that is that if you really are like a total workout fiend and you just have to get your workout in. I would much rather like do a jog around Crescent Lake or something like yeah. that that isn't indoors in a gym, you know. Yeah, right. That like there are some great running paths around the resorts. Yeah. I would agree. I mean, all the resorts have them now. Have like legit paths that are laid out to do um, running. So I kind of like those. Those are actually pretty good. It's a pretty good article. There you go. We're going to go to an ass sour boner. There aren't many ass sour boners, but Livy wants to know if you were alone on an uninhabited island, which would you choose as your companion? It's going to be a mermaid. Top half is human, (laughs) bottom half fish, or reverse mermaid bottom. No, mermaid, uh, yeah, like human bottom, fish top. Um, I think I would go with Mermaid Bottom. The fish like, top thing would be too weird. It's really hard. Even the even the drawing is awkward to look at. Yeah. I feel like if there's only one correct answer, which is fish bottom. If you choose fish top, that basically just means that you're a misogynist because you don't want to hear a woman speak. Because otherwise, if it's all about sex. You know, should I go to mouth? You know, it's like, yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's, it just comes there's... down to like, I can't listen to woman talk. Yeah, well, yeah. If you actually follow that thread, you're going to see some of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, yeah. But um, the winner is Fish Bottom, 75%. So, oh, so 25% of people are Great. <laughs> you can't be too surprised about that. No, it's Yes. Um, so, uh, last week and this week, our company has been doing another round of, of bajillion interviews. And so, um, a colleague of mine came upon a, a very interesting interview question. And so we've been asking it to every candidate. So I will ask you to. I'm ready. Okay. If you had to choose between being a human with strawberry thoughts or being a strawberry with human thoughts, which would you choose and why? Wait, can you read that again? Oh, Skip would like I'll I'll go first since Skip didn't didn't quite catch it. It yeah, was I didn't hear what you said. It was would you rather be a human with strawberry thoughts? Or a strawberry with human thoughts. And I'm going to say that I'm going to be a strawberry with human thoughts. Because the whole essence of humanity comes from your thoughts and your thought process and your brain. So to be a human with strawberry thoughts, you're not going to be very human anyway. Mm, I think it just depends on like, like, what do you mean by that? Like, are you saying are you a vegetable? Basically, yeah. Oh, God, I don't want to be but a human, the alternative then, is that 
if you're a strawberry of human thoughts, you have all these thoughts and goals and aspirations and you can't do right, shit you about can't, it. Can't do anything about it. You're going to wither away on a vine in just a few days, screaming that you want somebody to freaking yeah. water you. I don't want either. Choose it. Nope, you have to choose one. I'm going to be the strawberry because that has the shortest lifespan. <laughs> we've gotten it over with. before. Yeah, no, we've gotten it once. Yeah, What's your answer, Rhiannon? It's a shitty... Um, shitty. I, I, too, would prefer to be a strawberry with human thoughts. Uh, but not because I want to get it over with, but because I just feel like... I, I feel like a lot of the breakdowns of how people answer this question can kind of be divided into introversion and extroversion. And a lot of people who choose to be humans with strawberry thoughts are because they're extroverted and can't imagine being trapped in their own thoughts, whereas I'm fine with that, so I'm good. Right. Which if would you say, if you could do a, a just a, sort of a quick percentage, what percentage of applicants are doing each? I would say it's like 85 to 90% strawberry with human thoughts, but I would also say that we're, the, the role that we're looking to fill is stereotypically a role that, of, of people who are introverted so mm. i don't know i just didn't see it as like the literal like you know i thought it was all like you're human with like these like you know sweet and flavorful thoughts well and that's the whole thing is like it's a lot of not a lot like the majority of what makes it an interesting question is the rationale behind it and so if you were the candidate and you were to come in and say, like, why well, is assume that strawberry thoughts are happy thoughts? And like, then that says something about you. And so that's what we want to hear. And so it's the explanations that are fascinating. So when people are like, wow, I just want to kill myself. And you're like, okay, well, that's the kind of person you are. Um, well, but that's why I that's why I asked first, like, are you yeah. talking about like a vegetable? And then when you say yes, and it's just like, Ugh, no, thank you. But if you said like, no, like, you know, we're asking you the question you decide based on whatever you think then i would have definitely been like oh human strawberry thoughts because i feel like that's me anyway like i'm a human well, we and had, I'm, I'm positive we had, I, <laughs> we had one candidate who did say human with strawberry thoughts and his rationale was that he was optimistic that strawberries could communicate with one another and that that oh. would be interesting and so it's like, okay, again, a glimpse into who you are as a person. So it's, it's a pretty good question. Yeah, no, huh. I dig it. I, just, I was just totally seeing it as like strawberries are sweet and delicious and, you know, they don't ever get a fight with anybody. They're just nice. And then oh, I thought about yeah, no. shortcake. We actually, shortcake so we had one candidate who said he wanted to be a strawberry with human thoughts because he assumed that if you were a human with strawberry thoughts, that the only thoughts that strawberries have are to be terrified. And so that you'd be locked in a human body with these terrifying thoughts that like, you're gonna be stepped on, you're gonna be picked and eaten, you're gonna be eaten by a bug, and just, it would be a life of terror. And that was his yeah. take on it. <laughs> yeah, like have you ever been to a strawberry patch? It's like, <laughs> maybe half of the strawberries ever actually survive. I mean, it's, oh, it's, yeah, a, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a terrible place. They just turn into like a weird gooey stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then and there this... was one candidate who just flipped the fuck out and was like, that's a ridiculous question. I don't have to answer that. It's like, all right, well, again, that says a lot about you and your personality. You sound like you're going to be fun to, to, to lead. It sounds like you're yeah, going to not awesome. get this job. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a fucking terrible question. How dare you? 
And next. That's exactly what we were looking for. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Oh, interesting. I, know, I derailed this whole conversation. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, that's what we do. We, you know, we're all over the place. All right. Cool. Let's see. Anything else new? Okay. How much? I, I know, like the, uh, one of the big uh, merch items from the last week have been these new ABC Disney mm-hmm. letter uh, line of merchandise, where they have really cool, um, you know, single letters that have. Uh, Every letter of the alphabet and some Disney reference um, from that letter. And all I want to do now is go to the stores and spell things. <laughs> like, yeah. Set up, set them up like right on the balls. I'm just so disappointed balls. in mine. What's yours? Let me see what's ours. I don't even remember. It was that disappointing. Was yeah. it Ratatouille? No. It's Let's an see. ABC? Yeah. Like, see Cinderella's that's Castle. Oh. Um, um, G is Grizzly River Run. Uh, H is Haunted Mansion. Yes. M is Matterhorn Bobsleds. Let's get we get to R. Wait, no, they don't have them all. Mm. This particular mm. one doesn't have them all, but um, um G is Grizzly River Run. Rise of the Resistance. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> These things sound like a nightmare for the merchandise cast members to have to keep stocking. Like we need some I'm- more. Really very interesting to compare the statistics of the quantity of each sold compared to the value of a Scrabble letter. Oh, I mean, that L is Lightning McQueen. Like some of them are very classic things, and then L is Lightning McQueen. Like you, you know, like versus like the Matterhorn. Like M is way cooler. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they just you know they've got to like. They're like people like Pixar, so what starts with L? Why is Yesnit? But like Yesnit, you know. so options. Oh uh, yeah, okay. No, mine's Yen-Sit. the uh, Yesnit. Sorry. Mine's the riverboat. Oh, R is I got it here. Hang on, shoot. What is yeah, it? I got to shoot. Just, just, kidding. just kidding. It's not. I'm wrong. Riverboat. The Mark Twain. <laughs> Okay, it's gonna be a, a Willie Oh shit. A B C Disney R. Let's see. R is for the riverboat. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just I mean I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. But like I like it for like its classic list, but I think I would have D is Dapper Dan's. I'll take it. Oh, that's so good. Son of a bitch. Like, how 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 unfair is that? That I'm that I I'm Dapper Dan's, but like Larry is Lightning McQueen. Like that's just not fair. Yeah, that's terrible. (laughs) Um, or was Orange Bird? I know that's so good. P is Peter Pan's flight. That's a good one. That's also good. Like most of them, I I liked pretty much like. All of them except for two or three, and one of them happened to be my fucking letter. <laughs> the riverboat literally looks like it, it. It even looks like a nondescript, like something like a like one from like Nashville or something. You know, like it doesn't even look like the riverboat. I don't know. It, it is not a great one. Let's see. Um, S Soren. That's kind of cool. Skip. You get it, Soren. How am I? Oh yeah, I guess that's cool. For Skip. I, Skipper would have been just enough. Yeah, it would have been W. Let's see what um 
D for oh, I did Dick Ritchie. What about R for Ritchie? We just went over that. It's a riverboat. Yeah. That's oh. <laughs> you're right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, J is Jungle Cruise. Skip. You gotta see. That one's great. Mm. I've been robbed, I tell you. And you're not even getting like a new. Are you gonna change your name when you get married, Rhiannon? Um, we're not that it will matter. Right for it will not matter. No, <laughs> Mark's last name does begin with an R, as does my current last name. Um, no, you know, uh, if it were super simple, I would do it in a second because I have the most brilliant idea, which is that I would make a combination of our last right. names. Um, but it's so fucking complicated. I mean, just having like change your driver's license, your passport, you know, do I have to change my mortgage? Like, fuck. Like, I don't know, all this shit and yeah, like, yeah. email address at work and I don't know. It just seems like a lot. Yeah, yeah. For what would basically amount to being a goof because he's not going to change his last name. So I'd just be the only asshole with this weird hybrid last name that I invented to be funny. Mm, interesting. So you're leaning towards no at the moment. No at the moment, but I actually have a friend um, who got married last year, and she is intending on changing her name, but has not yet. So apparently there's no like time limit on it. You can just do it whenever you want to. So yeah, you can yeah. change my mind anytime I want. Or you just you just come up with a whole new name. Like, is there is there a name you've always wanted? Like, um, Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Nice. Now that would be com- that would be confusing for your coworkers. They'd be like, really? She changed her name to Princess? Jesus. That's serious. Like, eh, that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> That's a crystal. It's a crystal. Well, That's a crystal. Mark changes his name to Crap. Princess Banana Hammock. Yeah, you go. Wow. Um, you know how they are, the website WDW News Today is very well known for rumors, very, you know, mm. big rumors. Um, today, on the day of the media uh, for uh, Runaway Railway, um, there's a huge rumor coming out that complimentary bread is being discontinued at many table service restaurants. What the fuck? <laughs> Avid. I don't know, man. Skipper Gritchie, you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to find out if the Brown Derby. They're saying one of them would be the rolls from Brown Derby with butter that's with pink Himalayan salt. Well, no, well, no. Uh, on the fifteenth. One of the days. Yeah. What's your favorite complimentary bread? I'm telling you, it's really hard to beat the ones at yeah, uh, Ale and Compass now. That's not complimentary. The Parker House rolls? Oh, true. It's not. You're right. It's not complimentary. I didn't think that they're not complimentary. For Maybe me, they're leading the charge. Well, for you would be the bread at Yachtsman. Man, I don't know. The stuff at Pal- See, here's here's the thing, though. I love the stuff at Ohana, but you like, I can't do it. No, it's not. Against, it's against the rules. You cannot eat bread at filler. Ohana. Yeah. Too much filler. Gotta save room for the meats. And the shrimps. But I still, I mean, that's a lot of free bread because it comes with the price of the meals. Like, who else has free bread right now that would be doing away with it? I mean, I think it means when you buy a meal. Like, but you know what I mean? Like, a, a restaurant that isn't a prefix money. Like, Ohana is Ohana. That's a different 
the beast, mm. I think. The ones that they're mentioning here in this article, on the rumor article, are Coral Reef. Eh, fuck them. <laughs> fuck. Never been. Don't plan. Uh, Mama Melrose. I, can I tell you, can I talk about Mama Melrose for a second? I want Mama, Mama Melrose. I want somebody, some chef, somebody to take the time, go in there and make that place awesome because I love the physical dining room of Mama Melrose. I love its look. I love the feel. I love the decorations. I love it. So please, someone go make Mama Melrose um, like phenomenal dining, please. I remember during our college program, we went multiple times, and I don't know, I, maybe it's the same idea. Like, you know, it was the theme and the, and just being there that was fun, but I don't remember ever being like, God, I need to go back for the food. Right. And I think you're right. I think that would be really cool, um, you know, because I, I feel that, I mean, Studios does have a lot of places to eat, but... You know, going going that next step, make that a signature restaurant to the park. Right. That great. Like, there's no reason Hollywood Studios can't become the place to rival Epcot, the park with the best food. There's no reason it can't. I mean, it already has Brown Derby. Yeah, the Derbs is great. Mama Melrose could come in. I don't know. It's pretty. I just think, why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. You literally named two restaurants, and that's it. Shut up, Rihanna. It sounds good to me. I like the yeah, idea. Okay. I also love the the um the the sci-fi dining. Like that place yeah, is awesome. Sci-fi dining is great. Um, I love the concept of it, but their right. food's kind of garbage. So that's what we're saying. <sighs> like the the nuts and bolts are there. We just need the right person because like the kitchen it's already there. They, that part's done. We just need a, like a person to go there and say we're gonna make it better. Yeah. Well, I think the problem, though, was that Disney is not good at pizza. And mm. I feel like anything Italian is just kind of, yeah. you know, their generic stuff. So maybe they can get the people that are in the Italian restaurant in Italy with the tiny pepperoni. Yeah, and so pizza is on point. Yeah. Well, and when you get, get a good steakhouse, like, you can, when you get a good Italian steakhouse, there's something about that with the flavors that they use. I love the yeah. um, the pasta at Topolino. It's very good. I do love me a homemade pasta. Mm. Yes. The new Topolino. Yeah, I love the reservations there one night, too. They have the case. They have the case with the, the pasta in it. I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very cool touch. Very cool touch. Now I'm hungry. And I already ate, so that's not a good. <laughs> good. It's not good. Um, let's see. Anything else that you guys were looking to uh, discuss this evening before we? Uh... Uh, no, I, I think I basically bombarded you all with uh, everything I had to say. I liked it. I liked your. Uh, I liked your. Uh, your style. It was good. Um, I did see the. Have you guys seen the trailer, or maybe it's just a trailerette for Mulan? Yeah. It looks it's visually stunning. I like it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm super excited about Mulan. It yeah. looks great. Yeah, I just don't. I'm not. I just. Yeah, I'm sure I'll see it. I just. Uh, I'm just not sure if I'm ready for the whole. You know, seeing it again, the whole story. I don't know. 
It does look cool though. Was it traumatic to you or something? <laughs> no, I just I was I, I but I'm with Skip though in that I feel Beauty and the Beast is the live action is like minus Angela Lansbury's voice. It's superior hmm. to the original. Oh, I, I, okay. I did not see I don't think the I ever said that. So I can't weigh in on this, but that's I think I just love the the uh, the setting of Beauty and the Beast. So for me, it's more visually stunning to see it done so well. Um, visually, like I think the little cool little uh, town is so much cooler in person in you know real life versus animation. And also the Beast Castle looked so cool. Um, I just love the set the setting. I guess to me is what does it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I loved it. I- yeah. I, I just love those um those kinds of they, I just the, to me that just the like again visually it just it's so cool and I I hope they uh and it looks like Mulan is kind of the same way like it looks so cool. Yeah, I would actually say that I think I'm probably most interested in Mulan uh, over any of the live actions so far, and and I'd say that not being like the biggest animated Mulan fan, but more so I think that the storyline would lend itself to be better as a live action movie than a cartoon as opposed to these other movies where I think eh, I think cartoons just fine. Yeah. But it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Um, no Christina Aguilera though this time, Skip. What? Yeah, no Christina Aguilera. Sorry, bud. I, Sorry. I think I'll be okay. Wait a minute. Dude, Thanks. again, bullshit. The, the, they, they, the new parade at Disneyland debuted, fuckers. Oh, the uh, Magic Happens Parade. Magic Happens, and it looks awesome. Looks amazing. And ours is, I mean, ours looks cool too. But I, it's like, just give me a nighttime parade. Because if there's one time I don't want to be in the Magic Kingdom, it's 3 p.m. It's the one time I don't want I don't want to be there. I want to be there early or late. I don't want to be there at 3 p.m. So give me a night parade, and um, then we can start talking again. Like three o'clock is the time you you you, you want to be as far away from Magic Kingdom as possible at three o'clock. <laughs> Which I'm sure that's why they put it then, but still, it's like you want to be out by noon, one at the absolute latest, and then return sometime around five or six. You just gotta skip that middle, and that's when they do it. It's, it's bullshit. Fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. I, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, we bought, you know, tickets, and I feel like we're going to go into the park every day and be like, lines along, it's going to drink someplace, let's go. I, I feel like we're going to be out of the park by like four or five o'clock every day, except for St. Patrick's Day. Because, you know, there's so many places to go drinking. It's I get all it, that in. It really is. Like, like today, I, I, I almost wanted to go to like the resorts more than the park, but then I got to Animal Kingdom. I'm like, no, that's not true. I love Animal Kingdom, but there are so many great places. And now with the with the uh, the Skyliner skip, it's like it's it's maybe not quite like if the monorail tour is like up here at like a ten, the Skyliner tour is like at least an eight though. Like it's up there, eight or nine. Like it's awesome. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! You're putting monorail above Skyliner? Only because of the only because of the resorts that are included. Only because of the so, resorts. 
you've got the Polynesian. I mean, right there alone makes it the best. Um, and then, of course, you have the contemporary. And that's the only reason I still put the, the monorail loop higher. Although the transportation is more fun on the Skyliner. Well, and that's what I was going to say. So on the Skyliner, is it better to start at like Caribbean Beach uh, while it's still warm and drink outside or wherever that bar is? And then Skyliner to the Riviera, uh, hit that up for a little while, and then Skyliner to the to Epcot area and hit there. Well, I'm going to um, tell you, just so you can yes. get the entire experience. Yes. So you get the entire experience. Do everything. You need yeah. to go pick either, go to the far end and go to either the drop-off over at Out of Animation or Pedals over at Pop Century and start there. And then go to Caribbean Beach and sp- spend a good amount of time at Banana Cabana, which is the best bar on the tour. Yes. Then, absolutely. yeah, and then you walk to the Riviera and then you Skyliner to uh, Crescent Lake. That's how it works. Yeah, that's that's really what I think we're doing, what we're planning on doing. Probably want to do it on, if you do it on um, Hollywood Studios Day is kind of key because you can take it right from Hollywood studios. Well, no, what I think we're going to do is probably do it on animal kingdom day. Oh, and just, so we're going to, yeah. you know, we're going to go to animal kingdom early, hang out during the day. And then later on in the, in the afternoon, swing out towards Caribbean beach or, you know, no, wherever, so work our way. go to the section and you watch and whichever shows up first pop century or art of animation, whichever one shows up first, you just get on that one. That's how you decide. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just stoked. I'm just and then stoked. you can do your whole tour from there and do the whole thing. Yeah. And I mean, it drops you off at International Gateway. Right. That's what I was saying. So, like, what I'm thinking I want to do is probably have dinner at the Riviera, and then take it over after dinner and end at the boardwalk area and do like boardwalk yacht and beach club and maybe hit up a little swan and dolphin get some karaoke if they're doing it that night going i mean could there be a better day than that that's what i'm saying doc in the deck all right i might be i might be waffling a little bit i'm just so so pro polynesian that i have a hard time oh good the monorail leave number one but when you really do take an effect that you end at Crescent Lake, boy, does it. God. There isn't a lot that I agree with you on, um, but the current stance of Polynesian, mm, but man, oh, I can't disagree with you there. It's They're tough. Such but that's what I. I mean, I'm. I don't. I don't. I'm not joking when I talk all the time that the Skyliner is the biggest game changer that we've had since easily, you know, definitely since um, the um, the new Disney Springs makeover, which changed actually wanting to go there again. Yeah. And um, before that, I mean, I don't know. I can't even put anything else in the, in the same category. Maybe since Animal Kingdom. Um, biggest game changer since Animal Kingdom started. I mean, it's crazy. It well, changes the whole the funny thing is, I have, I have a cast member friend that, um, you know, she's been on Rise, she's been on Railway, and when I was talking about what I wanted to do, 
she was like the best ride that we've opened in the last few years is a skyline yeah mm-hmm. preach and uh yeah i mean she's not a big star wars fan so you know but uh yeah it certainly can just change the way you like logistically view property um and the other thing that has changed so much is Coronado Springs has jumped from being a pretty good resort to being possibly one of the best resorts. It just isn't on good transportation. Mm-hmm. That's its only downside. I mean, don't say that because that's from staying. But, <laughs> you know, I, I think we're also not like we're fine uh, taking Lyft or the mini, you know, the mini, mini buses, bands, whatever the hell they're called. Um but I think we're also looking forward. Like, we've actually planned an evening just there. Like, we want to just hang out at Three Bridges and go to uh, yeah. whatever the restaurant on the top of whatever is called. Later. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that there's so much to do. We're, oh, man, I'm just ready. I'm going to get on the I'm just going to go down. Okay. Yeah. Just, you, you I might was talking to Outer Rim Gym last night uh, while we were racing. By the way, it was great. And uh, we were discussing the old days of the, uh, you know, 24-hour or weekend surprise trips. And uh, I think I'm going to have to turn those back on, man. Yeah. I'm going to have to just, I'm just going to start showing up. Yeah. Do it. And do it. If you do guys, it. you know, if you're free, then come out and play. And if you're not, it'll happen again. But. I miss those like just random crazy trips to Florida where you know we get drunk on the beach and just go to a park for no reason. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the best. It really it's is. The best. It's the best. Well, I believe that brings us to the end of the three o'clock parade for uh, this week. Uh, unless there's anything else, we can say good night to uh, everyone, and we'll catch you on the next time. I'm glad you made it. This, this you awesome made it. Happened. Yeah, well, that's we what I'm it. saying. We made it. I, I was I was literally at the point where I was like, I'm not going to make it tonight. And then I sent that that message saying like this this meeting is going to keep going forever. And fortunately, the like the director in charge of all the different projects that we're working on stood up and was just like, five minutes. We're calling it in five minutes. Time, boss. Yep, I was like, yes, this guy's the best. But the problem is that once you get creative people together, they don't want to stop talking about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> themselves right. or their ideas? Ah, that's the same, same thing. Same, yeah. Because every idea comes from somewhere inside. Let me tell you about my story and how I got here. And I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. Can't we do this during the day? These are normally booked during the day, not at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm just as bad. I'm just as bad. I'm not going to say I'm not. But I never schedule a meeting after 3 o'clock because I know people want to go home. Yep. Well, yeah, made it. That is scheduling meetings at 1 o'clock. I mean, come on. Lunch never ends at 1 o'clock. Please. please. <laughs> All right, kids. All right, gang. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on the three o'clock parade. Do 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 do. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.
drive away your worries and cares at this drive-in theater, where you will see the finest motion pictures of all time soon to be released. Drama, comedy, adventure, excitement, something for everyone. Here's a brief glimpse of some of the truly fine pictures we've scheduled in the near future. Attack of the 50-foot woman, incredibly huge, with incredible desires for love and vengeance. Once a normal, voluptuously beautiful woman, she drove into a nightmare of horror and saw descending from the sky a titanic monster whose fearsome touch became a frightful curse. What she saw was beyond belief until others, too, faced its hideous, uncontrollable menace. a girl who loved a man, a man who in a flash became a living threat to humanity, a danger so awe-inspiring that they tried to hide his existence from the world. What happened? What made him grow? Glenn Manning is growing from 8 to 10 feet a day. The moment, he's 18 feet tall. Tomorrow, he'll be 26 feet. The next day, 35, maybe 40. And the next day... But you've got to stop it. I don't want to grow anymore. Day and night, scientists search, trying every experiment their brilliant minds can conceive. Finding the expected, the unexpected, and the shocking. For the immeasurable power of this ever-growing mammoth portends a fate that terrifies the universe. Drive it in hard. We have to penetrate the bone in the first ejection. Ready? Look out, he's reaching down! We want to help you to get well. A 60-foot giant in the streets of Las Vegas. Buckinghamshire, we have a glimpse of what the well-dressed man will wear for living in the atom age. If he doesn't wear it, he won't be living. It's made from a special type of chloride sheeting, 
and is held together by high-frequency welding instead of stitches. Picture the domestic hearth of the future, the husband resting from his radioactive labels and the little woman mending his trousers with a blow lamp. Those flying discs we've been hearing about again may not be just a dream after all. This contraption revealed at Pacific Grove, California, combines a helicopter's vertical lift with a conventional plane's horizontal speed. And the inventors are sure it's the aircraft of the future. Watch. This, of course, is only a model, but the real thing, they claim, will have a jet engine and make 400 miles an hour.
Home was never like this. I'm getting out of here. rocking hits, while the cycle gangs burn up the road and strong-arm their way into the party with fists flying, while teenagers prepare for a secluded slumber party, terror strikes from the bottom of the sea, an invasion of ghoulish atomic beasts who live off human blood. everything it sees and hears. No human mind could imagine the enormous destructive power of this maddened, killing thing. If you're young people in love, look out. If you're driving a lonely road, you're as good as dead. Livestock missing lately. That doesn't make headlines, but now it's people. Never in the history of the United States, a monster of such size and power and horrifying hatred of man. It's a test model of the car of tomorrow, a car that drives itself. At a research center in Princeton, New Jersey, a switch is turned and the amazing model shows its stuff. Following the strip of wire on the floor, the car continues along its miniature highway until electric impulses generated by the other car ahead cause it to swerve to the right. 
No chance for human error. It's all done electronically. When a collision impends, same impulses, only this time the brakes are applied. Sounds fantastic, doesn't it? We'll be able to sit back and read the paper while the car drives us to work. Technicians make last-minute adjustments for the world's first demonstration of the telephone of tomorrow at the Western Electronics Convention in San Francisco. It's the often-forecast video phone. How does it work? Just lift the receiver and you see your own image. Then dial your number just as with an obsolete old 55 model phone. And when your party answers, there he is, almost as big as life on the 10-inch video screen. The system could have its disadvantages as well as virtues, but there's plenty of time to iron out problems in human relations. This hookup would cost $5,000 per phone today. So until the price comes down, the video phone remains the phone of the future. See you then, good looking. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor. Right through the door and all around the wall A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps And glides and slides across the floor Right through the door and all around the wall A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob
Frankus Space Terror. Frankenstein meets the Space Monster in Futurama. They come from the bowels of hell, a transformed race of walking dead. Zombies guided by a master plan for complete domination of the Earth. Plan 9 from outer space. Starring the most frightmarish cast ever, Bella Lugosi, the seductive vampira, and Thor Johnson as the walking dead. Turn off your electro gun! No! No! Stop him, Dad! I can't get it! It's jammed! Stop him, you fool! Bullets bounce off their bodies. Rockets, missiles, jets cannot stop their death ships. What earthly power can stop this terror? For a glimpse of things to come, see this blast of screen suspense. For it could be happening right now. your seatbelts, folks, and join the space cadets as they blast off for the moon. Seeking new worlds to conquer, the simian stars of the St. Louis Zoo open the zoo's 31st annual chimpanzee show by invading outer space. Once on the moon, one of the fearless space cadets blasts off again for a bombing raid on his three buddies. Bombs away! Don't laugh. His aim is terrible. Come on, fellas, that's enough space travel for one day. Let's get back down to Earth with a rock and roll salute that's out of this world. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I let you love what I thought it was mine. You came along and moved me, honey. I've changed my mind. This world is fine. Great balls of fire Kisses the baby Mmm Feels good Hold me baby Well I'm off to love you like I love the shoe You're fine So kind Got to tell this world that you're mine, 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 mine That you're my nails and then I twitch on my thumb I'm real nervous but it's so it's fun Come on baby it's just great balls of fire.
giant satellite space show. It's an amazing adventure crammed with thrills, jammed with action, showing you wonders never before seen in outer space. Plus, you'll receive absolutely free a genuine souvenir ticket on the first spaceship to Mars. So come on, you astro boys. Come on, you astro girls. Suit up for the ride of your life at our satellite space show. You'll be astounded at what you see because you are there. young lovers Steve Terrell and Gloria Castillo. You thought I was kidding you. Nobody will believe the invasion of the saucer men. All this makes it seem natural for a beer-drinking bull to appoint himself chaperone of Lover's Lane. Ah! For Pete's sake! And a farmer with the longest shotgun you've ever seen plays the villain. What's so funny? Well, well I expected to be frightened on my wedding indestructible moon monsters. Their ghastly mission, death for all humans. What astounding technical developments are being made to protect mankind? Robot Monster brings you an actual preview of the devastating forces of our future. Unsuspected revelations of incredible horrors that will terrify you with their brutal reality. There is no escape from me. Very well. I will recalculate. Your death will be indescribable. Fool humans, there is no escape. <laughs>
Information enters the nursery in this playful prediction from Budapest. One nurse at a central control panel will be able to manage a whole brigade of babies, and the tykes will spend happily antiseptic infancies untouched by human hands. They'll even be tucked into their cribs by remote control. baby by push button, a grandiose conception indeed. But there's one flaw apparent in this brave new world. After the bottle, how are they going to burp him? Hi. You hungry? Looking for a tempting treat? Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. to satisfy your hunger, your thirst, your sweet tooth. So visit our refreshment center now. Let's go! They'll take the spaceship and they'll make me go with them. Well, how? They can, Kip. They control me. You'll share man's greatest thrill as you rocket through space to the lost moon city of alluring, ferocious cat women. Theirs is the fevered fury of life without love, goading them to lure men into the den of bloodthirsty moon monsters, driving them to tempt men in the deadly cave of moon gold flaming into a wild lust to conquer man and destroy the world. Countdown to scream a second suspense. Last off. Rocket to the most astounding science fiction adventure of the age as man reaches the moon and discovers a world of terror hiding in the vast void of outer space. 
These are the first four invaders of outer space. Three men and a beautiful girl trapped by a faceless terror that slowly envelops them, holds them captive here on the edge of doom. See giant rock people who guard the sun. Look out! See a dwindling race of love-starved maidens who have the power to control man's every desire. A manless society which must leave this dying sphere or perish. See the creeping, crawling black death which threatens extinction of the earth. See the science fiction thrill of the year. A sensational look into the future that is as close as tomorrow's headlines. Your attention, please. If you're leaving the theater, please hang your speaker on the speaker stand before stopping your car. Don't take chances on accidents which may damage your car. If you accidentally tear off your speaker, please don't be frightened. Simply turn it in. There is no charge for reinstalling speakers. Thank you. preview spring in true Gallic spirit. At the National Holmes Exhibition, the frying saucer proves quite literally that the French have a magic touch with cooking. See, no strings, no attachments, just a bunch of magnetic cells working in a special magnetic field. Now Jeanette puts on the meal. Looks very tasty, but where does she light the fire? Anyone can cook with gas. It takes the French to cook with magnets. In spite of all that attraction, the eggs don't stick to the pan. A Parisian will try anything gastronomical, even eggs a la magnet. It's the newest way to a Frenchman's heart. Dr. Erner Little, chief of nuclear physics for the U.S. Navy, explodes the flying saucer myth. Public interest in the last few years has increased very greatly in a phenomenon which has been identified as flying saucers. These stories have led to much fiction and much fancy. Well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky. It had a one long horn and one big eye. I come, Mr. Shaking, and I said, It looks like a purple people eater to me. I was aboard a flying saucer in the Nevada desert on 11 different occasions. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, what's your line? And he said, eating purple people and it sure is fine. But that's not the reason that I came to land. I wanted to get a job in a rock and roll band. Within a matter of uh, several days, I will myself make what might be called a flying saucer. Well, bless my soul, rock and roll, flying purple people eater, pigeon toad, undercoat, flying purple people eater. Friendly little people eater, what a sight to see. In the year of 1956, there will be great mass landings, and then the question of flying saucers can no longer be denied. Purple people! Horn in his head. 
Yes, sir. Uh, may I help you? Uh, I'd like two of those, please. Hot dogs? Yes, sir. And three of those. And one of those. And five bars of these. And a cup of that nice hot liquid. Uh, coffee. Uh, coming right up. Oh, and two bags of those peculiar white puffy material. Uh, you mean our crunchy popcorn. Uh, uh, shall I wrap that for you, sir? Oh, that's all right. My saucer's just outside. <laughs> they come from miles to enjoy our intermission. Thank you, Garko. In this exciting age when everyone seems to be talking about the future possibilities of space travel, there's much speculation on what we will discover when we visit other worlds. Will we find planets with only a low form of vegetable life? Or will there be mechanical robots controlled by super-intelligent beings? One of the most fascinating fields of modern science deals with the possibility of life on other planets. This is our story. Through the years, there have been frequent rumors that Martians disguised as Earthmen walk amongst us. These stories are perhaps strengthened by the thousands of reports of unidentified flying objects passing in an endless procession across our skies. A typical cosmic soap opera usually begins at a very ultra-secret government space project. The hero is a young electronics genius who is always busy formulating new laws of thermodynamics and astrophysics. The heroine is his secretary, efficient, hardworking, and rather attractive. Of course, the villain is a mechanical robot from Mars. He is usually controlled by a Martian mastermind whose appearance is too horrible to reveal at this time. The escape device is a late-model electrophlegmatic flying saucer. The story plot usually concerns the lack of some precious element on Mars, such as water or uranium or women.
Take a letter, Miss Smith. Gentlemen, after due consideration and thorough calculation, it is my unequivocal opinion that there is absolutely no life on the planet Mars. with our own eyes. An object the like of which we had never seen before. Hello! 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 An aircraft will wait for like nothing I've ever seen before. Hello! What do you mean? Hello! Hello! It's like something from another planet. Joe, do not try to follow me. You cannot get help. Around this house, I've drawn an invisible wall through which no one may pass. Here is a news reporter with a world-shattering story. A girl trying to escape from her past. The scientist trapped in spite of his knowledge. And here also is the barmaid, hiding a murderer's secret. A murderer with a life already forfeit. And introducing the devil girl from Mars herself. Get back on fire. You fool. Get back! Shoot, man, Save your own world. It is the most mastermind man can conceive. A monster that can control all sources of the Earth's power. Able to pull man-made spaceships from their orbits. Making of those it chooses slaves. Of this woman, a willing handmaiden. Of the chief of police, a cold-blooded killer. Well, I've known you for five years. You just killed a man in cold blood. Why? I'll have to place you under protective custody. Peter Graves, the scientist who fought it. Beverly Garland, who believed her love stronger than it. Lee Van Cleef, whose brilliant mind was captured by it. Are you really ready to stop loving me? I'll need you even when no emotion exists. You know terror to freeze your blood. Feel the heart-stopping strength of the most fearful monster ever known. It conquered the world. This is the kitchen of tomorrow, a press-button dream coming true for Mrs. Housewife. 
All sorts of wonders are hers at the push of a button, from refrigerator doors to countertops built for big gals or little gals. Don't have to lean over here, you see. What's for dinner? Consult the menus on pictures and dish up something new for a change. Hummingbird wings on toast, maybe. And look where the toaster is. A wave of the hand and presto, down comes a hidden cabinet with the dishes. Mama will feel like a fairy princess with a magic wand in a place like this. We won't be able to get her out of the kitchen, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Right now, the question before the house is, what's cooking and when do we eat? It's refreshment time, and our refreshment stand is loaded with good things to eat. There's crispy, crunchy popcorn and hot, delicious buttered popcorn, frosty, refreshing cold drinks. Why not treat yourself at the refreshment center now? Over there. Over where? Over there. Over here? No, over there. Over there! The warehouse is in danger, the goodies we must save. All officers report at once, the situation's grave. Go get them, boys, for this sake. The culprits must be stopped. We'll make the scene with our fiery Arizona pop as pop. Aha, the guilty ones are trapped. We've not performed our mission, but the climax is at Captain Till. We have an intermission. 